0: Hello and welcome to day 13 of the Knowledge Powder Olympic podcast. Um, I don't know if, how you're feeling, but I feel Olympic fatigue may be starting uh, to set in. Yeah,
1: it could be, but um, there's not long, There's not a lot left now. It's almost over. No, I've, I'm, I'm left still left enjoying it. It's good. I, watched, did you, I don't know if you saw it just now. I literally it? just uh, came out of the media centre where I saw the... Um, uh, the shoot-off is that what it's called in the ice hockey between Canada and the USA and the women because it was it was level after normal time, added time, and then they had a penalty shootout. Very exciting.
0: You really are you really are throwing yourself <laughs> yeah. into this. I well, know it was you on it while, you know,
1: while I was preparing <laughs> okay. uh, for this, and Canada had won twenty-four times in a row until uh, the USA beat them in the in the shoot-out. Just, it's exciting.
0: He's excited. Right, let's do the news quickly. Um, First of all, um, Team GB men's curling team has sadly been knocked out. They lost 9-5 to Sweden in the tiebreaker. But the good news is that the women's... um, Curling team are through to the finals, uh, the semi finals, which is exciting, Ian. I'm pretty excited. Uh, The women's two man Bob um, British team came seventh yesterday um, after they were initially in sixth uh, before the uh, overnight break. So I think that's a really good result for them. Well done. Um, In the cross country, the men's team sprint, Andrew Mushgrave and Andrew Young sadly didn't get out of the qualifying stages. And in the ladies ski cross um, seeding event, Emily Sarsfield finished 23rd with a time of 1 minute 18 seconds, which was 5 seconds behind the Canadian Mariella Thompson. She will be in action tonight. And the most exciting news, well not sadly, it wasn't quite as exciting as we hoped, it was the men's salem. Dave Riding um, on his first run was 12th, he went on to 2nd provisionally. Um, and his second run, sorry, he um, was in provisional first, um, but sadly he was immediately knocked out by Michael Matt, um, who went on to go third. The ultimate winner was Andre Meyer. Dave finished in ninth place, which, you know, that's a great score, um, a great place to finish. He narrowly, uh, narrowly missing out on equaling the UK's best finish by Martin Bell, which was eighth in the Calgary 1988 game. did you watch that.
1: If he came ninth, how can it equal uh, eighth by Martin Bell? I think I said that no, you missed out on it. <laughs> it, it says it. Uh, I, I had the best Olympic alpine ski room result for thirty years, which which is great. But it does, you know, put into context how good you know the freestylers are relative to alpine. And I think you know, as far as like investment and money goes, it just makes more sense to put it into the into the freestyle events, you know, because that's the type of thing that you. You can learn the the basic skills and practice more in the UK with the fridge kids and everyone else. You know, we're really kind of chasing after rainbows a little bit, I think, you know, putting a huge amount of money into alpine skiing. Although, to, 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 to be fair, I see that yeah, our other so, skier, a guy called Laurie Taylor, who I met at the, uh, the ski show a couple of years ago, he's only 22 and he came 26th. And apparently that's one place better than Dave Riding did when he made his Olympic slalom debut. So, no, you know, Laurie Taylor could be the guy who we're hoping might get in the top 10 in eight years' time.
0: So maybe if we keep pumping money into him, it might happen. Essentially, we're relying on people moving to the Alps and getting their children uh, <laughs> with their British passports already and interesting them in alpine skiing. Or, obviously, um, rubbish alpine skiers uh, wanting to become British yeah, people maybe, because they stand a chance of making the team. Um,
1: uh, well, big day for our there. friends in the uh, Commonwealth uh, in New Zealand. They'd only won one Winter Olympics medal before today which is uh, in 92, and they picked up two bronzes. Is that two bronzes? Yeah, two bronzes uh, today, in the men's uh, ski halfpipe and the women's snowboard big air. Uh, but coincidentally, both of them were won by 16-year-olds. Um, so we were you know, impressed before when the 17-year-olds picked up uh, medals, but uh, Nico Porteous, uh, he said he was vomiting at the top of the course with nerves, which I imagine probably put off everyone had to come down after him. And uh, Zoe Sedovski Sinot, um, she was 16 as well, won the bronze medal in the women's snowboard big air.
0: Um, it was uh, quite a small, small crowd. I watched some of the big air on um, French French um, internet. Um, yeah, it seemed quite a, a, a sadly small crowd for that. And a bit, I thought it must be a bit weird. You're effectively going off your slope and jumping into the um, ski jump landing area which i thought was a bit odd
1: right yeah i did i, I was looking at it and trying to work out where that was i did notice there weren't many people there i noticed a lot of brown slopes in the background obviously not you know much snow around but that doesn't it's not important for big air but yeah lacking in atmosphere a lot of the the kind of alpine uh, events i think anything
0: else that's caught your eye in? Uh, Well, it was uh, um,
1: Eddie the Eagle, always good for a quote. He was on uh, the radio yesterday and uh, he, I don't know the context because I didn't listen to the interview, but he he did tell Jeremy Vine uh, that he felt um, that British uh, sport was spending too much money on Winter Olympic uh, events and that's, you know, that's a, a huge uh, debate, but apparently he said, uh, and this is in quote marks, so I imagine he said it. Britain aren't a winter's nation. Now I don't really know what that means. Britain aren't a winter's nation. I think if he wants Definitely to get his voice across, he needs to improve his grammar.
0: <laughs> I think it sounds just like sour grapes to me.
1: Possibly, we know his story, um, you know, but maybe it's the, the current athletes are possibly less likely to have their life story made into a movie.
0: Or Maybe it's really grumpy that the jump's been cancelled. Um, I've got some interesting uh, a story that you will probably like. In okay, it's, from American, it's an American website called Sprinkler, and they've done some analysis of um, social um, mentions of the games. And um, they can uh, they've said that the biggest mention of uh, on online is figure skating. Can you believe?
1: Are there a lot of Americans doing really well in it?
0: Um, yeah, I think there might be. But they get uh, over 72,000 mentions, is the figure skating. Right. Um, and the Nordic combined was only being mentioned 1,493 times. Yeah. Um, yeah it's
1: and really lot That's been- that, not it? Nordic, Calpine combined.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, snowboarding was up in the top three, as was biathlon and obviously curling, but that's just because it's on so long. Um, and that's because
1: Mr. C keeps hashtagging it, so uh, you know that's keeping it up
0: there. A, a lot of retweets. And there was some other interesting analysis they did about um, brands. So there's obviously lots of sponsors of the Olympics, Coca-Cola, Toyota, stuff like that, and they analysed, analysed how the mentions were going on um, and the, the response they were getting. Um, NBC were getting 2,000-plus mentions about the Olympics, and that leaves 1,000.4 mentions for all the other brands that sponsor it. Huh? So, for example, Coca-Cola, based on the Olympics, have only got 582 interactions. Okay. Okay. I think sometimes, you know, answer? I've
1: seen this kind of analysis before where people people don't really know who sponsors the Olympics because uh, actually, you know, anyone can place ads in the States in between uh, events. It's just the, you know, the official um, branding at the games itself are
0: restricted to certain, to certain companies. But the most important thing um, that they discovered, here was that the pizza food emoji was the most used emoji in conjunction with the Olympics.
1: Well, that makes a lot of sense, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe it was Absolutely. one that looked closest uh,
1: to looking like a curling yeah. stone.
0: Could be. It was. It was shortly followed by plate, apple, burger, and then cookie. <laughs> so <laughs> there we go. Um, anything else from you, Ian?
1: Um, no. I mean, I'm interested to talk more about the medals, but let's let's wait and see how many uh, we've yeah, and how much they cost, and whether they inspire us as a nation. I guess we'd have to do a big survey to, to work that out. But um, no. Otherwise, I'm looking forward to to seeing um, how Emily Sarsfield uh, gets on tomorrow because um, you know I've. I've Met her a few times. She's been along to a few races that I've, you know, organised in the in the past and she missed out on the last Olympic Games. So, you know, this is a big deal for her. And, uh, yeah, you know, you never know. She might get through a few rounds.
0: Absolutely. Well, her heat is um, she's in heat six. It's at 120 in the morning. She needs to be in the top two to go through and she's against the. Um, a French lady, Baron, and um, Indian Sherat, who's Canadian, and they finished sixth and eleventh. Oh, good, in good, the good season, knowledge so. there, uh, Jim.
1: Yeah, excellent. Well, it'll be that that and yeah. the, the women's uh, curling semi-final. That's uh, overnight. I'm thinking. Yeah.
0: Also, I believe for the semi-finals, it's just one game. It doesn't go Ooh, on forever.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, they have got a 75% chance of uh, getting a medal. And according to my stats, we've spent 5.6 million pounds on curling in this Olympic cycle. So. Um, the minimum goal was one medal so let's let's hope they can do that come on
0: um, Eve and the rest of the team well thank you very much Ian I'm going to ponder how you can spend that much money on curling um, while I'm on the slopes today uh, if you uh, like us make sure you subscribe share or like us you can tweet us at the podcast we'll catch you tomorrow